Good morning. Good morning, Invasion. Part of a complete breakfast. You're stupid. With Dex and Steve-O. Good morning. Guys, make sure you uh, stock up on your elderberry. Shout out to Chrissy. Chrissy Jeter for hooking me up with also La Sosis Nyan, I am. If you guys have flu-like symptoms, buy also Salasilasas Nyan, and it'll just take away the flu. Yeah, I mean, so I'm over at the Jeter's house last night because we we're filming for Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and because uh, yesterday I felt like, oh my gosh, I really hope I am not getting the flu because I was just my body was just super tired and I was drained, and so uh, I was talking to Christy and she's like, oh. Well, here, you should try Asasalanis and I'm an IM. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I swear by it. Seriously, go to Walgreens, pick it up. And uh, if you have any flu-like symptoms, take it and it'll knock the flu out. So I go to Walgreens last night. Yeah. yeah. I had to take out a loan just to buy it. <laughs> yeah. I did like text Bill and ask, can I borrow $100? <laughs> Wasn't that much, but. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, man. But you know, I feel great. That's what you get for being a hippie. Yeah. Asasanamanayan Nigan. Can you pronounce that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's easy. Go ahead. One one shot. You get one shot. Asalakasananamana. Asalakasanam. Asalakasanam, bro. Yeah, Asalakasanam. Yeah, it's, it's, if you have the flu, just get Asakasanamana. It's like, what did you dude, say? Dude, people are chiming in. Bro, Oslo works for me every time. It's fantastic. Yeah, you could, couldn't spell the whole word. It's yeah. like, oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why couldn't they just call it like Oskol? You know? Oskol? Yeah, O-S-C-I-L. Oskol or Osil. It has to be Oslo. Like, look at the size of this word. I don't know if you guys can see it. <laughs> Dude, Oscar Lansana Yeah, none. But you feel better this morning. Feel better. Is it? Th- is that the really gross, like white, uh, little? Yeah. Like you think you're like basically doing a shot of asbestos or yes. something? Yes. And it's like you just stick this on your tongue. Yeah. And it's gonna dry out your mouth. Yeah. Here's what's you're great. Smell colors. You get six little little doses. For like $35. It's oh, like, gosh. what? <laughs> what? How many do I need? Yeah. Do I need more than six? Oscar Lasanas and I'm a, no, no, no. Yeah. I can't, I can't even with that. I don't even understand. Why would they call it that? I don't know. Is it because if it's, uh, that's, here's the thing. It's a word I can't pronounce and it mm-hmm. was super expensive. So I immediately was like, it has to work. Right. <laughs> See, that's why they call it that. Yeah. What if it's just that the scientist who invented it, that's his last name. Like it's Roger Ocelosasanas. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and they're like, ah, you don't want to name it just like flu ease or something? And he was like, nah, man, I invented it. And I'm Roger Ocelosasan. Ocelosasanas. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. You never know. <laughs> I don't know. Gosh, I hate that stuff. Well, why, why is it that I totally would like bought into like, okay, well. It's really expensive. It must work. So uh, I guess, yeah. I feel like my insurance should like pick up 
like a copay on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, why isn't this at the pharmacy where like my insurance can like help me pay for this? Yeah. Because if it really works, why is it just like sitting on the shelves where anybody can buy it? I just it? want everyone to use it. Yeah. I have no idea. Oscar La Salas is an item. Okay. Yeah. We got a, we got a request this morning, and we've never gotten one of these requests from our from our friend Buck. Buck? We need to make a phone call. Do we need to call him? For a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, jeez. Is that weird? Wait. Oh, it's not his birthday. No. No, it's not his birthday. He's a July Oh, is baby. it one of his kids' birthdays? No. So somebody says, wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me if I have the flu, I should go to Oslo, like the capital of yes. Norway? Yes. That is expensive. You have to fly out to Oslo, Norway. Um. By the way, uh, it's the name of the plant it's made from. It's homeopathic. Okay, cool. Well, you put that in the back in the ingredients. You mm. don't have to call it that. What's amazing, Roger Oselisosnagen uh, <laughs> was voted most likely to cure the flu. No kidding. In high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. So, of course, you wanted to name it after, after that. We're not supposed to call him. Oh, wait. I don't understand. He gave me a random phone number. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know the name no, of the No, we're person. not doing that. He's got his own radio show. Tell him to... But she's not a fan of his. She's a fan of ours. Oh, okay, then give me the number. Okay, or you do. Five zero five. You do it. That's hilarious. He's he's setting up a punk. I probably he's gonna punk us. <clears throat> I can't believe we're doing this. I can't either, actually. But we don't even. Have you a are name. not permitted oh. to dial this number. Okay. Well. All right. All right. Oh, I dialed the five zero five. Do I not need to do that? I don't think so, bro. <clears throat> terrifying. I am. I'm awful at this. All for a birthday shout out. We. I know. It better nothing, be a good birthday. Shout I know out. nothing other than like. It's better be like a celebrity a girl? or somebody. It's her birthday today, and we need to give her a shout out. This is why everything should be pre-recorded, guys, because because it probably would go better. I promise, I'm good at this. She probably picked up, or he picked up. Is it a girl or a guy? Uh, um, I don't know. <clears throat> I'll handle this. Oh, you know what? You handle it. This is your bit, so if it fails, it's on you, bro. Hi. Good morning. Hello? Is this Grace? Yes. Grace, how are you today? I'm good. How old are you today? I'm 12. You're 12? Wow. We heard a rumor that you like good radio, so you don't listen to Buck. You listen to Dex and myself. I'm Steve-O. Well, I listen to Buck because he works with my mom. Yeah, oh. so that's like a forced thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, like, she has to. You have to because it's like, well, he's kind of like a friend of the family. That's true. And so, But you choose to listen to us. Tell us why we are so much more superior than Buck. Um, you're a Christian radio station? Yes, That's right. Yes. See, we love Jesus. I don't even know if that guy knows who he is. You know it's very saying? true. It's true. It's very true. Be leery of that guy. Uh -huh. He's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's not true at all. He's actually the nicest guy in the world. Well, I mean, debatable. I mean, you know. So, so you're 12 years old. Yes. Unbelievable, man. 12 years. You made it 12 years in this life. Yeah. I'm. Well, I mean, technically... <laughs> No, yeah, 12 years. 12 years, yeah. Okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 12 years. So, do you have any, like, dreams and aspirations for this 12th year of your life? What do you want to uh, accomplish this year? Um, I want to work harder at dance. 
Nice. Work harder at I dance. Love that. Like what kind of dance? Hip hop dance, MC Hammer dance, ballet, the floss. <laughs> like what do you want to do? Um, I do all star dance. So all star dance. I do like jazz and lyrical and smash mouth. Um, yeah, that's very cool. That's awesome. Wow. Well, you want do you want that to be your career someday? Yeah. 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 I always wanted to own a dance. Video. I love oh, that. That's okay. awesome. Yeah. Teach people how to dance. Yeah. Good. Mm. Well, that's we, awesome. You could call it graceful feet. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Gra- what is it called? Great, graceful. I don't know. Gray. Graceful help route, man. Gray. Graceful dancers. Because you're full of yeah. grace. Because your name's great. Gosh. So are you in the uh, sixth grade? Fifth grade. Fifth or sixth grade? Sixth grade. Mm. Sixth grade, I remember like any other grade because I moved to a different school in the sixth grade Mm, and I was so scared because it was like I didn't know anybody and I was in that awkward stage of acne was coming in. Well, and that's the first year that it's not like you go to your teacher's class. All of a sudden, it's like you got all these classes and you have to decide which Mm -hmm. gang to join. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, it was very, very intimidating. Rough. How's it going so far? Bad. Yeah. Mm. A lot of uh, a lot of pressure out there. Anybody pressuring you to do things that you don't want to? If if you need help, we're here for you. You know that, right? <laughs> no, nobody's pressuring Good. me. We'll punch dudes hard, bro. Yes. Yes. That's right. Also, a lot of people are chiming in on your dance studio. Moving gracefully. Ooh, that's graceful good. moves. Nice. Graceful movement dance academy. I like it. So I love that. I know. I like it. I like those. Yeah. So you get, write those down and remember them because you never know. We have a really good friend who's now like a famous comic artist, and it was just because somebody like popped an idea into his brain and he ran with it for the rest of his life, and he's mm-hmm. never looked back. So graceful movement. That's right. Grace. <laughs> so well, happy birthday. All about grace. that grace. About that grace. That's right. No trouble. <laughs> Did so. you want the Chuck E. Cheese? Did you order the Chuck E. Cheese on the menu? Is that what you wanted, Grace? <laughs> no. no. Oh, thank need, goodness. She doesn't need the Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I'm She's so 12, glad. Bro. I really didn't want She's to do 12. it. She's 12. Because every time we do it, then everybody wants the Chuck E. Cheese. That's true. And we just don't so, do this. So, yeah. But Uncle, so Uncle Buck was like, hey, call Grace. She's a huge fan. And we were like, well, clearly she has great taste in radio hosts. I love it. So... Well, Tell Aaron I said thank you. <laughs> nah. Yeah, he's probably listening, <laughs> yeah, he so we don't really is. need to. We don't so. have to. You just did. Yeah. That's amazing. So, All right. Hey, happy birthday. That's awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, what a sweetheart. We just inspired her to open a graceful movement dance studio. Right? Gosh, so, man. So full of grace. Trying to think what I wanted to be when I was in the sixth grade. Because that's kind of that weird spot in my life where I don't really, because I had so many other things going on where it was like, I just got to a new school. Mm-hmm. So you have the pressure of that and meeting new friends. And then you're going, your body's starting to change. So you're, you're hitting that puberty you know, stage in your life. So you didn't really think about what you wanted to do later. Oh, I did. Really? Every day. What? Comic book artist. Mm. I have like hundreds of pages of my art still from that from that specific sixth and seventh grade of just like sixth, seventh, and eighth, that my whole middle school years. Yeah. I just drew every day. You could have been the next Aaron Campbell. I have no, no, 
He's incredible. It was interesting talking to him last night about like the process now. Cause I was like all about just notepads and like drawing. I'm always like doodling and doing stupid things. Mm-hmm. He never draws. Like he's the opposite of that. It's yeah. like if I'm not working, nah. I'll I'll do it digitally and then I'll do an overlay and print this and do this and watercolor this. And I'm like, hmm. man. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Aaron Campbell, guys, we had him in the sauna last night yeah. for um, another episode of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, which kicks off on Monday. Man. YouTube, guys, go there, follow us if you haven't yet. We're excited. Patrick Fabian going to be joining us on Monday mm-hmm. in the infrared sauna. Uh, we had a great time with him. We talked about his uh, new movie, Driver X, and, uh, of course, Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this guy, Aaron Campbell, he uh, has a comic book called uh, Infidel, and it got picked up to be a major motion picture. We talked about why it was, too, why why that story resonates with so many right now, because it was voted one of the uh, greatest horror comics of all time mm-hmm. already. It just came out this year. And um, it's all about xenophobia. It's all about different cultures and different faith backgrounds. And, different, and, and I, I hate to use the term coexisting, but it's just this apartment complex this building of people from all these different backgrounds trying to coexist and yet the the hatred underneath won't necessarily allow that i don't want to give too much away if people wanted to see it but what uh i wish i could remember you probably remember their names who were the uh two guys we had in a couple of years ago that um yes it was it in japan yeah sam and yeah they and they were doing you talked a- to them lately I haven't. I wonder how I they're doing. Fo- I still follow them on the old Because it was like two years ago we had them on, right? Uh-huh. Where like they were the first Americans to get picked up. For to... like Japanese animation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's like unheard of. And they're like from Albuquerque and they got picked up. Yeah. Like true anime. I wonder uh, what they're doing. I'm probably still doing that. We should check in on see Sam's guys. art from time to time on the old Instagram. But that's the thing, man. We we have met so many incredible people like this, like Grace, who just we just talked to. It's her b- birthday. She's in the sixth grade. We've met so many people where they had these dreams, and then one person encouraged them, and that was it. And they ran with it because our culture can be very discouraging. Mm, that is very true. discouraging. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. or it can be. Not necessarily encouraging, but it, it I, I feel a lot of times it's like, hey, you can do and be whatever you want to be. And people, I remember this you know, documentary I keep talking about, Mr. Rogers, the uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. People hated him. There's a whole culture of people that hated him and would protest him because... How could you prost- protest Mr. Rogers? Because they believe he kicked off this, this cream puff millennial culture. Because he was telling every single person that they were special, mm. that they were created for a purpose, and that they were they were special just by you being you. Uh, and so because of that, people were like, no, you're not special. You got to work hard and you got it. And it's like, okay, you're missing it. Like, yeah. we all are special. We are all different. We all have different dreams and aspirations, and we have different talents, gifts, and abilities. We still have to, like Aaron he didn't just go, man, I'm going to be an incredible artist because my teacher encouraged me. He drew every single day. He did what he needed to do to accomplish that. Right. But most people, and I'm not saying everybody, because uh, a lot of times uh, the negativity 
drives people even more to succeed. Because mm. yeah. for me, radio was something I wanted to do. And when I the, the very first day, night, I stepped into a radio station, I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, I want to pursue this. I want to... I can't wait to see what the future holds. And then when I started telling my friends and family about it, they just kind of laughed at me and they were discouraged me for doing it. You'll never make money. You That's don't even the number talk. number one thing and, I was told. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't do this. You should go work over here. And it was just like, oh my gosh, everything's pointing to me not taking this job or pursuing yeah. it. But um, so it, it can, sometimes it can, it can be good to have that because it can inspire people to like want to persevere and, and yeah. push forward but at the same time all it takes is that one little flicker of encouragement that could just be that one little thing that they needed yep to push that dream open you know? unfortunately i didn't have somebody there to like cultivate and challenge and grow me in that and so i had the opposite effect i had the teacher that told me i could never do it yeah. and i gave up me too i had that I had, the, I had i had that teacher that was like do you know how hard it is to make it in hollywood because mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna be an actor and and I had that one person just kind of tell me it was impossible yep. and it was the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go run a video game store. Yeah. Because I'll actually make money doing it. I won't have to wait tables for 15 How years. How sad is that? I just, so I was practical because I all I heard was you'll never be successful and you'll never make money and it's impossible and all these things. And And I turned to the practical side the safety side of I'm going to go work at GameStop and run a video game yeah. store and play it safe. So I get, I get benefits and, uh, mm. I'm making a decent wage. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm so glad I jumped into radio right? because everybody was telling me I was thankful a little older and wiser and everybody was saying, dude, you got a baby on the way and this isn't a guaranteed thing and it's part time and you're not going to have benefits and you're not going to, but my passion for it was so deep that I worked here and went and worked at Starbucks so yeah. that I could get, benefits mm -hmm. so it takes that it takes sometimes it just takes that push we have right. to if we really want something sometimes it takes a lot of hard work it does a lot of times it takes a lot of hard work mm -hmm. yeah if you're a teacher listening right now gosh you better be encouraging kids <laughs> dude i'm serious because yeah. i've had so many teachers when i was younger discourage me abuse me yeah like i was physically abused i was hit yeah many times kicked in the butt my head shoved into a desk you're you went to a crazy school i really did i mean think about it one of the teachers was like uh you know on geraldo rivera back in the day Are remember you serious yeah yeah my brother almost got on the show but his best friend went instead because they had an episode on abusive teachers around oh the country my gosh yeah <clears throat> Okay. His teacher used to like he used to I'm glad punch you're alive. kids. This kid, this teacher, Mister, I, I don't want to say his name. That's but, funny because I, I I can say the teacher too. That yeah. was like the chalk thrower and mm -hmm. the crazy and the yeah. right. Alicia says I wanted to be an artist, and my dad straight up told me no. Ugh. You won't make any money until after you're dead. Jeez, man. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it's almost kind of. It's almost. Is it a generational thing? Is it like a because. Uh, Think thinking about like my my parents and my grandparents, like they were hard they're hard workers, mm -hmm. you know? And a lot yeah. of times you see that generation, they kind of sacrificed their dreams just so they could provide yeah, dude. for their families. Um, that Christmas movie that you hate that I talk about from time to time, It's a Wonderful Life, that is literally the premise of the film. 
because he never accomplished anything, quote unquote, because he was the practical one because his family needed help and running this business and doing this and just staying here and putting college aside and all these things. And then he gets to like this point in his life where he's a father and a husband and he's still in this small town and he hasn't really, quote, accomplished anything and he's standing on a bridge because he's going to take his own life. Wow. I need to watch this movie. I'm telling you, dude, I get it. It's black and white and it's old and it's whatever, but it's a timeless story yeah. because I think we can we can resonate with that. Yeah. I think we we've we've all been in a place where we feel like what is our worth and we didn't accomplish anything and we're not doing like what we could be doing. But maybe God's got us exactly where we are for a reason. That's true. We don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I, I'm sitting here thinking about all the risks I took, you know, yeah. um, at a young age. You know, when I was 21 years old, I had 500 bucks in my pocket. I was about four years into radio, and I quit my job and moved to California, moved to San Diego with 500 bucks in my pocket. I packed my car up and just went because I knew I'd be stuck. Yeah, I knew I had reached that. I can't go anywhere else in this this radio company, Ryer Broadcasting in Bozeman, Montana. I've done everything I wanted to do. I'm going. I don't care if I have five hundred dollars or a hundred bucks in my pocket. I just need enough gas money to get to San Diego. Yeah. And then dude. we'll see what happens. Yeah. If I would have never have taken that jump, never this I wouldn't be where I'm at today, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't experience the things that I've experienced or impacted the lives that I've impacted. And thank you for reaching out and inspiring and encouraging us, Darmy, because the, the letters, emails, text messages, phone it's calls we get are incredible. insane, man. Yeah. It's like, gosh, man, just those little, little nuggets can inspire somebody. You never know. Just that simple little word that you could just you share with somebody today could either put the flame out or ignite it, you know? Yeah, dude. Our boy Josh chimed and said, hey, I always wanted to open a skate shop, and someone pushed me and encouraged me after the mix closed down, the, the skate uh, oh yeah, yeah. Here the mix, uh, it closed down skate park, and so decided to do his own thing. He's opened up heirloom skate shop. No way! It's a twenty-four foot renovated RV here in Albuquerque. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's got a skate shop. And I love an RV. that. Man. I love that heirloom skate shop. That's cool. That's really cool. I love it, guys. I love mm-hmm. it. Take a risk, guys. Take a chance. Pursue it. Don't settle. All right, we got to take a break, guys. You can chime in. 505-338-3700. Again, happy birthday, Grace. 12 years old today. Star member. You open up that dance studio. Or you know what? Maybe it's something else because, you know, you're going to go through a lot of changes from uh, in the next, you know, five to six years and it's like to 35 yeah it's like six years well i mean like you know when you're 18 like 12 years old when you turn 18 you're gonna be a completely different person you know yeah. what i'm saying so it's like yeah whatever that dream is you just keep going for it keep chasing it all right let's take a quick break we're live from the dream style remodeling star 88 studios good morning youtubers alicia good morning elizabeth Jarrett, paul all hanging out on youtube live at star 88 fm we'll be right back Today. 
partial government shutdown drags and by the weekend would be the longest in American history. Michael Cohen, the president's former personal attorney, will testify publicly on Capitol Hill next month. I'm not worried about it at all. Anytime your fixer is testifying before Congress, you should be worried. Powerful storm is ready to roll out of Texas. It's going to bring snow and ice and bitter cold to millions of people. A bus driver comes to the rescue of that baby boy found wandering on a freeway overpass. Irina Ivick did a lot more than her job, but she did the right thing. The shutdown has caused the FDA to stop most routine food safety inspections. There were calls on Capitol Hill today for an investigation into the sale of cell phone data. A new report says major cell phone companies are selling users' location data to bounty hunters and others. The children's song the New York Times calls as infectious as anthrax is now officially everywhere. Debuting on the Billboard Hot 100 this week at number 32. That's crazy. That's so crazy, guys. Good morning. Live from the Dream Style Remodeling Star 88 Studios. TMI, guys. TMI. Good morning. What's the live line to text in? 505-585-LIVE. That's 505-585-5483. Chime in. Be a part of the show. Send us a text. Every time you play uh, Baby Shark, parents get angry with you, my friend. I know. I should cut that out. Children everywhere just going crazy. Need to cut it out. All right. Let's talk a little football, shall we? Okay. Football. I'll never say no to that. Guys, there's a game here in America called Passball. That's right. I will no longer call it football. It's okay. called Passball. Yes. Why didn't they call it Passball? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it could be like, yeah, throw ball. Yeah. Why football, when football was already taken with soccer, why, why did they decide to call it football when clearly you, I mean, you kick the ball. But it's not it's not really the game. You pass it more than you kick it. Yeah. Where did American football get its name? You know, I will no longer call it football. I'll call it passball from now on. Okay. Passball. It's a great name. You know, they probably felt the same way when they somebody called it football. Football? Fo- yeah. Football. Alicia says, Americans, that's why. Yeah, we steal everything. The great mysteries of life. Said uh, Kaylin, here's the deal. The English word football may mean any one of several team sports because, you know, depending on your nation that you live in, right? Mm -hmm. Because football, which is really soccer. The sport most frequently referred to as simply football are American football, Australian rules football, Canadian football, Gaelic football, rugby league football. Wow, there's a lot of of footballs. Wow. Also, of course, football. Across the pond. Yeah. Okay. So um, in the United States, obviously the word football refers to the sport of American football. As in Canada, also it refers to that throw ball, pass ball that you said. Okay. Yeah. um, I have no idea. Trying to find it. Well, if you could uh, keep us up to date on that as you uh, investigate why. but. Guys, this weekend is a very special weekend, not just for, well, yeah, for football fans, for sure, but for women, women all around this country, because this weekend, 
Sarah Thomas will become the first woman to officiate an NFL playoff game. That's right, everybody. She's on the crew that's working Sunday's divisional game between the uh, Chargers and the Patriots. Mm. And Sarah, Great. Great. Oh, what? Well, you know the Patriots are going to win now. Don't, that Tom Brady's you dreamy. You don't know, bro. Lady officiator. Yeah, that's true. Oh. At, he's going to pull off of his, his, his like, helmet and, his he's helmet gonna, and oh. just kind of like do the hair thing. It's all that's over it. All over. That's it. Tom Brady's a very attractive man. <laughs> Way more attractive than Philip Rivers. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. I'd allow right. calls to sway his way. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. It's TV, um, man. The NFL hired her back in 2015. She was the league's first full-time female official. Mm. And before that, she was the first woman to uh, officiate a major college football game. Okay. Um, she's the down judge, which is just under the head referee and umpire. The down judge. Down judges manage the chains, set the line of scrimmage, mark the spot where the play ends, and make line of scrimmage calls like false starts and offsides. Mm-hmm. Sarah was just promoted to down judge last season. She, uh, I guess, served as a line judge previously. So, okay. so here's an interesting fact. The down judge was previously called the head linesman. The NFL's uh, officiating director says it was changed in 2017 to be gender neutral. But it wasn't directly because of Sarah. He said they decided on making the change before she was promoted. Hmm. There she is, man. Sarah Thomas. First female official in NFL playoff history. That's really cool. I'm all for it. I think it's great. Okay. I think it's I think it's great. I really do. You know, why not? <laughs> Somebody said women should be able to make bad calls just as the men do. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Gosh, officiating's been bad recently. Real real bad, guys. Let's hear from Sarah. Let's see what she has to say. I grew up loving sports in Pascagoula, Mississippi, not too far from New Orleans. That's right. Um, and then once I got into the program, as far as the Division One level, and then into the developmental program with the NFL, worked several New Orleans Saints scrimmages. And so uh, practice preparation, and then I got hired last year. You know, I never looked at my gender as something that would hold me back. Thank goodness my father instilled in me that, just never to depend on a man for anything, right? Um, <laughs> so I just, I, I just never allowed that to hold me back. And the guys is such a professional. The NFL has done it right. They are truly a lot of professional men, and I'm just lucky to be a part of it. It's kind of what we were just talking about, right, Steve-O? Before the break, we were just talking about, you know, encouraging, yeah. inspiring your children, friends, whoever you're in contact with. Hey, inspire that person, encourage them. And she just said it. it's like her dad yeah. was like, hey, doesn't matter if you're a girl. Get if this is what you want to do, you go for it. Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. And then we have someone in the live line that hits us up and says, yeah, my dad, yeah. he totally just he crushed my dream. Unfortunate. It really is, man. It's unfortunate. So that's the thing, like nature versus nurture type conversation. Mm, because mm -hmm. we're not all gonna have that role model that pushed us, that grew us, that sometimes you just gotta like find it, find your identity first and foremost in Christ. Because then I think you begin to have that confidence you need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can accomplish this. I can do this. Right. But then it goes back to remember we had Dilbert on the uh, show recently with his uh his comedy career and we were kind of in that position where it was like okay we don't want to be 
discouraging to him because well, <laughs> but, but there's that line. There's you, a line. You don't want to be a jerk. you want to be a, crush a you want to be a good friend. Yeah, and you want to be honest. And it's like, okay, bro, you've been doing this for ten years, and you haven't really, you haven't really gotten any better. Yeah, but we were encouraging in some ways. Like you know what, I see some improvement in these areas, and it's up to you, man. If you're in a spot in your life. Because a lot of times, too, I think having kids or, you, you know, you get married, so you, you, have to, you have to sacrifice in some areas. You really do. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't pursue your dreams. Right. It just means you need to prioritize things sometimes. And yeah. maybe, maybe things need to be on hold sometimes. Sometimes. But you, have, you should have a plan in place, you know? Yeah. You shouldn't just walk away from something because, oh, I have kids. I can't do it. Ugh. Can't go to college now because, you know, yeah. my girlfriend or my wife got pregnant. So now I can't do what I want to do. And I got to get a job. Well, yeah, you got to get a job. But that doesn't mean you need to give up on. Yeah. So, yeah. Guys, today's theme is all about just pursuit. Okay. Was yesterday risk or was that 2 days ago? I think that was 2 days ago. What was yesterday's theme? Well, somebody did chime in earlier and talked about confidence yesterday. Mm. How we talked confidence ah. and how they just heard the podcast and were like, that's what I needed to hear. Yeah. So, cool. I'm glad that that worked for somebody. Nice. By the way, somebody else chimed in and said, Ugh! like 9 Us, a G, 4 Hs. I'm a woman, and I don't care about her officiating the game. It's just a person doing the job. So why are you guys making a big deal? Because she's just a woman. Well, okay. I think, sadly, we do need to recognize those times when it happens because she's literally the first woman to officiate an NFL playoff game, and that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I get it. It's like, I don't care. It's just a woman doing a job, but there are women in many places, in many career paths that do not have the opportunity to climb the ladder because right. they're a woman. Mm -hmm. Seriously. And so I, I think we've seen that enough that it should be celebrated that she's actually... I mean, this is breaking some barriers. Yeah. I honestly... And I don't care whether... Maybe kick her, maybe whatever. Someday, like, I keep thinking, when are we going to have a female in, in the NFL? Yeah, right? Yeah, be interesting. Sooner in the or later, it's gonna room, happen. And there's gonna Especially be a, a lot kicker, of logistical right? things. That but would that would make I sense, right? Yeah. Soccer player that you know also happens to have because, man, as we've seen, there's some NFL teams that are hurting for a good kicker. Yeah, <laughs> or let's look. Okay, let's look at the type of like women that are out there. Let's take Cyborg, who's a UFC fighter, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Wanna, she why can't we talk about Nunes, could be a bro? lineman, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's another one. She couldn't be a lineman? Heck yeah, dude. Cyborg weighs like 143 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, wide receiver. No, exactly. That's my thing. Uh, running back. Like, she looks terrifying in the octagon, but then you start thinking about it. Like, she still weighs, like, I think, 145, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 There's a spot for her somewhere. Yeah. On the mat. Oh, Nunes! Nunes, get her! Get her! That was me watching the fight. Should probably explain yourself a little yeah, bit more. Sorry, on Amanda Nunes fought uh, <laughs> Cyborg for the title, and now and Nunes. She's a UFC fighter. Nunes, so who, on the mat everybody's like, dude, Cyborg. Oh, arc, she's yeah. gonna crush it. And I'm going. Nunes is gonna <laughs> Nunes, dude. First round. First round. Oh, first minute. First minute. Get her! Oof! Get her! Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay.
All right. Shout out to Sarah Thomas mm. this weekend, guys. Patriots Chargers. First female <laughs> official. What? Paul said, I don't think I've ever seen Steven more excited. He was at the house when we were watching yeah. the fight. I don't, I honestly, I think I blanked out. I, I was losing my mind. <laughs> I love Nunez so much. So, yeah. Why do you like her so much? Because uh, she's incredible. I don't I know. Mean, she's, she's fiery, man. Yeah. I, I just enjoy watching her. I don't know. But Cyborg, she's pretty uh, exciting too. She wears that scary makeup when she uh, weighs in and yeah. super intimidating. I, I, I just, it's kind I, of fun to watch. Yeah. All right. I found out why American football is called football, by the oh, way. Oh, you did? Yeah. Please tell so. us. Well, it's because it originated from rugby football back in the 19th century. British public schools played a bunch of different games. So there was like soccer, there was like rugby football, there were all the, and, and imagine kids on the schoolyard and they are, okay. they're all calling it football. So it's rugby, it's soccer, it's all these things, but it's football. And so rugby kind of was the thing. And in the eighteen in eighteen sixty three, like all these public schools started trying to figure out like sports, basically. Okay. And so rugby was growing in popularity in public schools in the United Kingdom, and it came over to America in eighteen sixty nine. Uh, Rutgers University played Princeton in a game that had two teams, twenty five players. This round ball that could not be picked up or carried but could be hit with the hands and with the feet with the intention of scoring points by kicking or running the ball into the goal area. Okay, okay, And okay, so okay. it's a, it was much different than it is now, but in 1875, Harvard played Yale, and it was watched by these Princeton officials, and then they started to evolve it and go, okay, well, maybe if we do this, 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 and this. Okay. And across the pond, everybody's calling everything football. Okay. Rugby, soccer, everything was just... Football, so it was rugby football, or it was, hmm. and so this was basically um, American football. Wow! So we're, right in, we're in America. It's this football. This is thing. Australia, right? Yeah. So it doesn't really refer to the fact that like it's played with the feet. Yeah. It's just that because makes it sense. stemmed from a form of rugby football. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. I'm just glad that it wasn't like oh like. Let's just steal that name from across the pond and yeah. call it football. Because yeah, I do like pass ball though. I think that throw ball or pass ball those are those are great names. Uh, somebody said my daughter wanted to play for the NFL. Okay. Someone discouraged her while I was oh supporting and encouraging her, and she gave up on her dream. I am not a happy dad oh. over the person who interfered, dude. Right? I know that story well. My oldest son, he was a pitcher. He was amazing at the game of baseball. But he had a coach who just crushed him. Crushed him. And he gave up. Yeah. Which sucks. But thankfully, like, in that he found archery, and he's the state champ. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like, so it was exciting. But I'll tell you right now, I still, I, I'm like this dad. I have such a hard time thinking about the people in my children's lives who have discouraged them to a point of giving up. And I'm like, man... I wish I could encourage more and, and say more and, and push him more, but I think pushing him too much in that arena, I, I just remember leaving practices and leaving games with him just broken. And it yeah. was like, I, why am I doing this? Is it because I want him to play baseball? Man, no way. Yeah. You find something that you love to do. Because there's right. this weird line of like pushing them because it's what you want or it's because they have a passion. Because yeah. there are times where it's hard and they want to give up. Like Luke, man. He's had a crazy baseball road, but 
there are times where he gets down, but he doesn't give up. Yeah, and that's the thing with sports, too, is there is that fine line of encouraging mm-hmm. somebody, but at the same time, I feel like I wouldn't have been as good with basketball if I didn't have people um, calling me out or yeah. telling me that I'm not good enough or because I wanted to be better. Yeah. And if somebody's constantly telling me how great I am, Am I going to work as hard? You just kind of rest on that. Yeah. yeah. Am I going to? So it's it's tough because you want to be encouraging, mm-hmm. but there's a way to be encouraging to inspire them to keep becoming better without yeah. crushing their souls. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. And failure is a weird thing too because I just recently, in the past few years of my life, figured. You know, found out that failure is actually not a bad thing. That's actually a really good thing because all the great people that have done anything great in this life have failed so many times. And without failure, you can't, you yeah. can't accomplish things. You you can't. Yeah. It's, it's like impossible, I think. You have to fail at things. Yeah. So that's a weird thing to understand or even try to like tell a kid. Yeah. It's like when they, when they fail or they mess up, it's like, hey, that's all right. Get back up and let's do it. You know, because yeah. you just want, you just feel like, um, you know, you, you said it before, one of your kids is, gets very discouraged because they feel like a failure all the time. And it's like, how do you change that attitude? How do you make it to where it's like, okay, I'm going to take failure and I'm going to learn from it. Or right. like we, yesterday we had that, in, that, that email, that text we got where this person is constantly messing up at work and the boss is always on their case. But at the same time, it's like, all right, you keep messing up. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I think it takes the right coach it takes the right parent and i'm always thankful for a very very dear friend of mine named jay rush who early on in luke's little sports life talked so much about baseball being a game of failure yeah like guaranteeing them they were they are going to fail yeah in the game of baseball Three out of ten times you hit the ball, right? And like you know, batting average of three hundred is incredible in in the game of baseball. And so seven out of ten times you are going to fail. Seven out of ten times mm-hmm. you're gonna get you're gonna ground out, you're gonna pop out, you're gonna strike out, you're gonna and and it was incredible because it reminded him like it's okay, like let's but let's keep going because there's right. a difference between mental mistakes, physical mistakes. If your body's not grown into that position or whatever right. it is. Like, and I think sometimes it just takes the right coach because a good coach can do all of the best things to to build up a young man yeah. or woman in their sport, but a bad coach can do all of the detrimental things. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of times they, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember uh, Steve Kerr um, saying something pretty pretty amazing to Steph Curry. You know, Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, and here you have, um, you know, Curry who's, one of the greatest basketball players, three-point shooters of all time. And I remember uh, seeing something where uh, they're, like, they have the audio sometimes down on the bench and you mm-hmm. can hear. And it was like, here's, uh, here's Steph Curry sitting down because he just had the worst game of his life. And, and Steve Kerr just looked at him and was like, hey, man, <laughs> right. you're the greatest three-point shooter ever. <laughs> right. Stop it. <laughs> you're going to have nights where it just doesn't fall, but yeah. you're the greatest. Keep shooting. Yeah. I tried to tell my son that because you know he loves to shoot the ball, and it's like he'll just be discouraged and won't shoot it after he misses a couple times. Yeah. And I'm like, watch Steph Curry. Yeah. He puts it up how many times, and he misses it. He's 40% of the three-point line, so that means he's missing more <laughs> yeah. than he's making, you yeah. know? 
keep shooting the ball. Rebecca said failure helps you appreciate your accomplishments more too. Yeah. That's a good thought, Beck. I, lo- I love that. That's so, really good. Yeah. Somebody said, I w- once I blew an electrical circuit when I first got into the trade, I was so upset. A senior electrician told me, you don't become a real electrician until you blow something up. Oh, gosh. I understood his point, and it encouraged me to keep on electricianing. Ooh, what yeah. a scary job. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, Bryce Harper, he got signed? Hold on. <laughs> Who's Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper, he's, he's been a free agent, and everybody's like, is he going to the Nationals? Is he? Is that baseball? Because somebody said, you know who's not failing right now? Bryce Harper. Is it baseball? Yeah, bro. Who does he play for? Um, See, man. <clears throat> well, he, he's been a Washington National for years, but. Who was that uh, kicker um, for the uh, with the Bears that missed the field goal this past weekend against the uh, Eagles? Uh, what is his name? Corey, Corey Parker? Corey, yeah. Corey something? I saw the, there was a site that posted a lot of people's reactions after he missed it, like Bears fans that wanted to find him and like murder his soul because he missed the field goal. And uh, I felt so bad for that kid. Didn't it get tipped, though? It did. It got tipped. It did. So really, was it the kicker's fault then? Parky, that's it. Parky. Sorry. If it gets oh. if somebody tips it, is it? The, she's a Chicago fan. Sorry, Beck. What? <laughs> she's crying. It's Parky. Oh, Parky. Parky. So Corey is Parkey. it? It's not his fault then if it got tipped, right? I mean, could be. Maybe, maybe if he worked out a little more and he had a stronger calf muscle, he could have kicked it with a little more yeah. oomph that would have just gone past those fingertips that barely touched it. Yeah. Poor kid. I'm I sorry. saw how much. Yeah, poor kid. The kid what signed a five year deal for like nine million dollars or something. Poor kid. Cody Parkey. That's it. Cody Parkey. Whatever. Sorry guys. The lonely kicker. It's like a nine million guarantee is what he uh, he made on his five year deal. Uh huh. That's yeah. Poor poor Parkey. Yeah. I think I honestly feel like all NFL players, if they lose a game or a Super Bowl, they all laugh and just. No, in the locker don't. room afterwards. Yeah, they no. do. They're like, oh, you, we're okay. so rich, okay. we don't even care. You literally <laughs> just used Steph Curry as an example of how he's still sitting on yeah, the bench. I don't know if I believe it Saying anymore. he failed because we're still yeah. at our core human nah. beings. Not when you're making that much and money. And within all of us, money is in everything. Yeah, pretty much. You don't care anymore at that point. I'm throwing this chair at you. <laughs> you just undid everything yeah. we spent 20 minutes talking about. Yeah, but they're millionaires. Yeah, exactly. So they don't don't become souls. a millionaire, guys. That's the thing. If you ever make it to the NFL, don't ever sign it's a million-dollar contract. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven. <laughs> they're all burning in hell anyways. <laughs> they're billionaires. Oh, they don't have God. souls. <laughs> you just destroyed everything. Thanks, bro. You bet. We you were know, having such a lovely trying conversation. To be real. Just trying to be real. Oh. I take back everything that I just said. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, poor poor Cody Parkey. Yeah. Huh. The laces were in. <laughs> laces were in, man. Hi, what is it? Uh, Hinkle is, uh, what was Finkel. it? Finkel is Einhorn. Is Einhorn. Gosh, Come on, man. a great movie. Come on, man. Uh all right, we got to take a break, guys. One of our favorite people joining us here shortly. His name is Sam Schwan, the Schwan's man. He'll be uh, joining us when we come back. Hang out.